edge. Take you to the edge with the wedge. Sour cream and switch any For hearing your voice, how are you? Awesome. Hey, look, I'm uh, I'm doing well, and um, oh, uh, day forty three uh, in Iceland on the Rhino. <laughs> Sorry, we, uh, we can make it, you know. And and speaking of that, it's coming up to Mother's Day. It is coming up to Mummy's Day, just around the corner. I wonder. Um, if they're going to try, I bet they'll try and get restaurants and everything open by that time. What do you reckon? Uh, they're speaking about it, but who knows? Gosh, one little oh, one little flare up, and we'll be all locked down again. Uh, absolutely, but yes, yeah, speaking of Mother's Day, um, look, it's a hard one, Mother's Day, isn't it? Well, we're not doing Mother's Day as such, but um, hard it is hard for Mother's Day because uh, it brings up lots of different things, lots of emotions. Well, yeah, but, it's, know, it's sad for me because my mum's not around anymore. That's, that's right. That's one part of Mother's Day. But saying that, I've been a mum for how many years now? Nearly seven. And, um, yeah, so it's fun for me and my kids. Yes, nice. And we're, we're lucky that we've got kids. You look at a lot of people out there very sadly can't have children. Yes, I try to remind myself that um, on days where I get impatient with the kids. And you I, want to wrap your little hands around their little necks, yeah. Well, I just, just think I am lucky. Thing. Yeah, because I was old. You weren't as old as me, but I was a bit older when I had my kids. Yeah, it makes it Well, if you haven't guessed what we're talking about today, I suppose we should uh, introduce the topic. And then, of course, um, Women who either choose not to have children or don't get the choice not to have children or uh, sadly missed the boat, whether they were in a relationship and things just didn't work out and all those yes. crazy wilds and, and sad topics. That's the thing. There are a lot of scenarios. Like I do know women who just do not want kids, have never wanted kids, and that's the reason they don't have kids and they wouldn't have it any other way. Um, I have... No. Uh, I have other friends who I know, someone who went through menopause early. I know a few who really tried and tried. Um, so, yeah, there are so many ways that, you know, and then there are those exactly like you said, that they might have thought they were going to have children, but the person they were with um, turned out not to be the one or, you yep. know, the person and so they broke up or physically unable. So. Oh, yeah. And it's very sad in all situations, unless, of course, um, well, let's go back to, let's start off, I think, with women who choose not to have children. Because yeah. there's a huge difference between women choosing not to have children and women who can't, obviously, have children. Well, I found it, I found it very interesting that Cameron Diaz just had a baby 
because for years she was saying she was not going to have one. That is correct, yes. And so she obviously changed her mind, which, of course, you know, you have every right to do. But she's in her 40s. She's um, a bit older. So I think then when she changed her mind, though, you know, this is what women have that men don't have, this old biological clock that is ticking quite loudly, isn't it? Well, actually, Jenny, it's quite interesting you bring that up because <laughs> I, I thought, I wonder if men have a biological clock. You know, obviously very different, but I wonder if they, you know, have something. And apparently they do because it's the whole thing is to repro, you know, procreate. Um, so of course there's this yearning to their seed, if they, you know, so to speak. So what um, do you mean by that? Because I know old men who've got their wives pregnant, young wives pregnant. Oh, 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 absolutely. No, no, no. What I'm saying is. Like say men in their thirties or whatever, right? Um, they get that yearning, a, a bit of a yearning as well, um, to repropriate. So it, it's that animal instinct, I suppose. So as much as they don't have it as like women, the, you know, the, the clock ticking, as they say, but men do feel some sort of. Oh, need. you mean they get clucky? Yeah, it, it, I guess it's called baby fever for men. But does that um, mean they're just feeling randy? Because, like, for them to get clucky, it, they just have to impregnate Yeah, I, I wouldn't use the word clucky. Um, <laughs> I'd sort of use more of a baby fever going, oh, shit, I should start a family. It's that kind of thing. But that's why men are less because, not less, that's not what I mean, but less in, into wanting children because, of course, it's the career, it's the this, it's that, the, 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 my life is going to change. And same, the same as women, I guess, but more for men. Um, but, yeah, they too have a bit of a biological clock that ticks oh that's interesting well it's funny you know like I was lucky I didn't have trouble conceiving at all with my kids but I remember oh, this is a bit weird to even bring up but I remember reading um that you know couples who try sometimes then it, the more you try the more it doesn't work that's and that true. you've got to kind of be stress-free and Blah, blah, blah. Look, they have wild, amazing sex. Well, there's yeah. so much more to it, I'm sure, fertility than just one little rule. Because I, I, yeah, anyway, I want to get so many points out. I, I'll try and get the point I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, what's her name? Um, who was the lady who um, played Effie? M Maria Custis. Is that her name? Oh, oh yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. So yes, after I yes, had after I had Ruby, I read her book, and oh my goodness, she went through fifteen hell. years of of hell. Yes, mm -hmm. the amount of miscarriages she had, the amount of um, you know, so many tries, and you know, being oh, it was just so hard. Mm -hmm. Yes, invasive, yes. invasive, so very invasive. And I do remember a part of that book, and I, I really thought I have to say that in this podcast, she said in those years trying, she just couldn't believe the things people would say to her. And, like, she was doing everything. She was trying everything. And she said people at parties would just say, you should become a mum. Why aren't, why aren't you a mum yet? And they would say all these terrible things, and they didn't know what was going on in her life. 
but it just broke my heart that people can just, and, you know, even like what I just said, oh, why don't you just relax or, you know, if you try too hard, you won't get pregnant. Like I think for a woman who's trying really hard to have a baby, that is the last thing they want to hear from other people. Yeah, yeah. And, and because like you said, it's different for everyone. You know, we all, some people fall pregnant just by looking at a man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> some people just don't. Um, some people, unfortunately, go through lots of miscarriages. Some people yeah. freeze their eggs. I mean, these days, um, I mean, you think of it from a male point of view as well. If you were to, you know, you really wanted a child, at least with a woman, you go to a sperm bank and you can become a mother on your own, right? If you can have children. Yeah. Whereas if a man wanted that but they, they don't have that option I mean sure they can adopt and what have you but as far as having their own very own children um I mean look it's been they, done a lot of uh, gay friends and people that I've known um you know have said look if you want a baby I'm happy to carry your baby won't be mine but you know so there's lots of different options I they guess. could they could pay a surrogate or you're not allowed to in Australia but I met a gay couple who um they paid a surrogate from India to have their babies. And so this lady had twins and one of them was the father of one of the twins and the other was the father of the other. Shit me, girl. I've heard that before. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Or where one came out a white baby and the other one was a black oh, baby. Oh, yeah, I've heard that and... too. That's bizarre. <laughs> that um, would be, uh... But, you know, you're right. Like, men don't have that option. And, you know, I've heard about, I remember someone telling me their 38-year-old friend, and, like, that sounds like an urban myth right there, but that she, you know, had broken up with long term. And See, this is what happens. A lot of women are with someone in their 20s, get to 30, mid-30s, and they break up. And then you are at the end-ish of your um, fertility, you know, your fertility yeah. drops dramatically after 35. Yeah. And um, so people find themselves in these predicaments. And, yeah, this um, girl was telling me her friend, 38, went out to a nightclub, had a one-night stand and pregnant. Wow. So, so had had a, you know, long, long relationship with someone else, didn't work out. And then it's almost like is the universe telling her to have a baby? And it's like this is your last chance to have one. So or have or one. are the universe telling her not to have a baby with the other guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's how I thought. <laughs> um, be aware. Um, Julio Iglesias once, and I don't even know why I remember this, but I always remember him saying once, the best, making love is the best when you're trying for a baby. Oh, I thought that is funny. Like, and then I could just see him lying on the floor with a, okay, this is visual, uh, lying on the floor in front of this big fire with, you know, bare skin rug, <laughs> red Shiraz, making sweet love babies. Yeah. Stop but, I mean, I, I don't know if I really was thinking about that when I was, I guess, I don't Having know. Having <laughs> Well, I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess everyone's different. And I think maybe if you've had to try for years to become pregnant, maybe it isn't the same. Oh, I don't know. 
I wonder I mean. if I wonder if like you are in that situation where you know you've been trying and trying and trying and trying that and you you know hopefully finally have a baby and all the rest of it. If you just be really like oversex. Sorry, say again. <laughs> yeah, oversexed. Well, like if you've been trying and trying and trying, you just get oh, over-sexed. you you get oversex. You don't want to have wonder, it anymore. I wonder. If, oh, well, I wonder if that happens. Well, I wonder if the romance leaves a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, because you'd be like, oh, my God, it's that time. I'm ovulating. Oh, my God, my temperature's right. Oh, my God, quick, turn me up my day. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, you do. Like, I, my only experience of that is through, you know, film and television, and it has kind of been presented in that way, hasn't it? Yeah. That when a woman's really trying and only wants to have sex when it is that time and the a partner or husband. Yeah, but the, it's like you have to do it as soon as they say. It does take a bit of the spontaneity away. Of course it does. Yeah, that that wild the passion and all the rest of it. God, we're going in a completely different. Uh, <laughs> well, we are, but we are. We, you know, we are, but we are. But um, uh, no, look, a, a good thing. Well, when we first started talking about women who, you know, choose not, not to. Yes, yeah, sorry. Because there's a huge. Um, there's a huge pressure on women to have to, it's like, it, it's almost like a written code, an, an unwritten code rather. You know, if you're a woman, you must have kids. And it's like, well, why? Why is that so prevalent? Why Why must they? And, you know, really, it's, it's also then it comes down to the thing they call baby panic, uh, which is, you know, it's basically described as a form of anxiety um, about missing out on a baby or all the rest of it. And then, of course, the, the feeling of, you know, letting your family down and not giving them what they were always hoping for. You know, there's lots of pressure on, plus trying to build yourself up as, you know, a yeah. career woman, traveling, this, that, da, 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 and then trying to find the right person and then trying to create the But You know, there is a lot of, you well, know what I don't, you know what I did, sorry, just random thought here. I just thought it doesn't make sense to me and, yeah, I'm probably going to get a bit of backlash between this, but this is, I just don't get it. How there's a lot of people out there who really couldn't give a shit about their kids, right? And they just freaking just, just fall pregnant, left just every five minutes. They're pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. And then people who have got this wonderful, loving home and just can't wait to have kids, they can't have kids. What is with that? Yeah, that sometimes happens. You know, (laughs) women who don't have kids for whatever reason, and you're right, we're meant to be talking about the ones who choose not to. I've heard a statistic that one in four women in Australia do not have children. So do not have or do not want. Um, that they do not have. So I guess they must um survey that. You know, once their baby making days are over. So one in four women either choose not to or they cannot have or they haven't met the right person. And that's actually quite a big percentage of society. And look at, you know, that's the thing. Um, You said men have a biological clock and I kind of get that. But, yeah, they do want to settle down at some stage or they do want to have a family. But um, the women who, for whatever reason, they choose not to have kids because they don't want it to impact on their career or because they don't want to commit. Um, you know, I've met men and women who don't want to have kids quite strongly. 
And yeah, I don't, I can't put my finger on why. Sometimes it was career. And look, when you live a certain lifestyle, you know, you, I guess, you know, you, you can become, well, you can become quite selfish. Well, you are, you're selfish, right? Because when you have kids, the last thing you can do is be selfish, <laughs> really. Um, so. You're right. Yeah. I think the idea of having kids and when you actually have them are so different as well. Oh, absolutely. What you um, think it's going to be is not what it turns out to be. No, and look, sometimes it can be better, right? I think so. It's, um, I wouldn't have. Hard yards in the beginning and you reap the rewards later. I yeah. wouldn't have known what I was missing. I think that's the thing. If I hadn't had kids, I probably would have longed to have them, but I wouldn't have known that feeling of, and it is a feeling of responsibility, isn't it? Like, oh, when, yeah, your, your lifestyle does go out of the window. No, I mean, look, not forever, but for quite some time. And the thing is, when you do get to that point of it um, finally coming back, I don't know about you, but you're kind of a bit of a different person anyway, right? Yes, it changes you. And yeah, no, you know, you just different values, I guess, and what have you. Do you think having children makes you more conservative? Um, with a few, with with many, yes. With a lot, they couldn't give two stuff. They just. Um, <laughs> I remember, I remember um, living in this place and on the corner and it was, so neither of them worked and you could bet your fucking bottom dollar, mate, that every two years they'd pump out a kid because they didn't want to go to work. And how does that? And they just kept doing, just kept having children after children after children. And it was, yeah, crazy. So hang on, Sarah Cream, have you met anyone who has chosen not to have children? And they have chosen that. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, what were the reasons they they did they ever? They, well, I knew this woman who actually worked in a childcare centre. Oh, and that turned her off. I don't think it did. She never. She she's just never wanted kids. She wasn't. The weird thing about her actually was that she wasn't maternal, but she did. You know, she enjoyed looking after other people's kids, and she wasn't a baby's baby's kind of person. It just didn't gel with her. You know, but they're not know. babies forever, are they? You've only got a well, baby not. for a they're couple not. of years. I know she and and she the amount of shit that she caught was crazy because she didn't want to have kids. She's like, I don't get it. There's enough kids in the world. She used to say, and if I want one, I can adopt one or whatever. I so. I had a boss in London, and she was lovely, and she was really. She was an older woman and she hadn't had kids and she'd chosen not to. And babies, it's like they disgusted her. <laughs> <laughs> and if someone had a baby, like she would be all nice, but she'd like, oh, no. Like you could just tell it made her sick. Yeah, she just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, she had a great life and, like, I think, you know, I'm not saying, like, she just never wanted them. She never wanted them. And seeing them made her feel sick. And I think it would have um, interfered with her. Like she had a great social life. You know, she was, she'd moved pretty high up in the company. And I think, yeah, that was her choice. That was her lifestyle choice. And that's great, right? That's fine. I, I do think, you know, when you just, I was reading an article about uh, this woman who um, 
never really wanted kids. Met a guy, got married, they'd never really spoken about kids. And um, they were both feeling this intense pressure. And anyway, they finally got to speaking about, do you want kids? And um, they both came to the conclusion, no, we're happy as hell. We've got seven nieces and nephews between us. We can just spoil the shit out of them, have fun, and then give them back to the parents. And, you know, but the thing that she made it very clear was um, the feeling of letting all her family and friends around her who they wanted them to have children. That's from the pressure of them going, oh, come on, just have one child or, you know? Yeah. So I guess the moral of that story also is definitely talk to uh, your spouse, your partner before you get married about having children. Yes. (laughs) It is something you have to agree on, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, what if you really, really, really wanted children and you didn't talk to your partner about it and then you get married and you you would be devastated if you're, you know, I mean, unless you went, oh, that's it, I'm out of here. But, you know, if you just stuck around for years and years and years, the, the regret that you'd have would be horrendous. A friend of mine told me once that if, um, that many times men don't know they want children till they have them. Yes, and, and I think a lot of women too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. So, look, I guess, like, I only know a few people who have chosen and, and those, like, few women, and those few women, I think, I don't even think they gave that much thought. You know, I mean, I shouldn't say that because I don't know. But it just wasn't on their agenda in a way. Do you know what I mean? And Absolutely. So yeah. it's not like they thought about the decision and weighed it up. They just in their mind was like, no thanks, like, no. just not interested. No, not my thing. Um, which is totally. And then there are other women I know who I know would have liked children, and it didn't happen. You know, it just didn't and happen. That, that's the devastating ones. You know, the devastating ones is when you've been with someone and they just don't want kids flat out, and that's the devastation because, like you said earlier. You know, you get to a certain age of 35, 36, 37, your baby-making situation really is coming to the end of its life form and, you, you know, trying to get out there and meet someone else and make it work and for a whole new relationship, a lot of times it doesn't happen. Well, you know? like a lot of women are freezing their eggs. I, I saw yes, a woman the not. other day, she's in her uh, 37, 38, and she'd frozen her eggs. She goes, no, I don't want a panic partner. I'm going to freeze my eggs and take my time. But I still think, you know, even if you're able to through IVF, you know, the older you get, you know, you need a lot of energy to get up all night. And, you know, I even think of Cameron Diaz, which I'm so happy for her, but her being in her mid-40s and having to, to, wake oh up, to wake up all night for a baby. Like, I mean, I'm nearly in my mid-40s, but I, the thought of not getting a full night's sleep for me really... Just makes you want to go and jump off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'll and look, <laughs> it, it was a rude shock in my mid-30s. <laughs> yes. Look, it is a rude shock for any age, I personally think. But, um, <laughs> so I don't always think, you know, it's just that, you know, are your eggs going to still work? It's also are you going to have enough energy to put into this? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> those, those first couple of years can be quite cruel. 
uh, very, very cruel. They can be, definitely. Yeah. I just remember hearing, you know, when you feel magnetised to your bed and you hear that cry and knowing that you can't ignore it, you've got to get up and go sort it. And, like, I remember having those moments where I just thought I would pay any amount of money to not have to get up right now. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, and you do, you just, and the next day you just feel like you're literally like a walking zombie. <laughs> so, look, yeah, when, when it comes to, and look, I consider myself an older mum. Like when I hear about people who are a lot older than me when they're becoming mums, I just take my hat off to them because I think, you know, they, they need a lot of energy to do that. Well, let's get to that. I mean, let's have a look at it many years ago. I mean, it was the thing to have children when you were younger, right? You know, what was it, eight, 17, 18, years and years ago, and they pump out. I shouldn't say pump out. That's so terrible. I apologize. <laughs> and they have, <laughs> they have like 13, 14 children. Um, and then, of course, around came the 50s and the 60s, and it was looked down upon if you were, Married, you know, had a baby out of wedlock or even young and this, that and the other. Um, and now, you know, these days it's all over the place. It's, you know, the young, old and the free, basically, who can get pregnant. And I think if a woman, if she's in her, you know, early 40s, middle 40s, and, you know, you're healthy, you're this, you're that, I mean, why not go for it? I mean, you look at those women in India. I don't know why it's always India. They, I mean, they eat, must be all the bloody size. But, you know, they can be 68, 70 having a child. Oh, oh really? <laughs> I've never heard that yeah. Have you not? Or maybe in, like, those crazy story stories, but it's, it can't be common. Oh, it's not common. No, dear Lord, it's not common. It's like, you know, once in a... Whatever. But the thing with the Indian families I've heard is that once you're old, they, you know, you don't have to, you can't reproduce, you're no good. That's why they keep trying to fall pregnant to stay in the family. Now, listen, I was wondering about Jermaine Greer. You know, the Australian, famous Australian feminist. Now, she didn't have kids, but I've, I've read different things. Like, I should, I should have looked it up before the podcast. But um, I've heard that she did try, but in her late thirties and didn't couldn't have them. But I don't know if that's what I, I haven't heard that from her. So I don't know. I thought she chose not to, sort of, in a feminist type manner. Yeah, that's kind of what how I saw it too. But I don't know. But um, in um contrast to that, Dolly Parton really wanted to have children and was unable. And she's, yeah. she's got heaps of nephews and nieces, and I think she just sort of second mothers those. Yes, godchildren and all that. Oh, I love Dolly Parton, and she would have been a great mum. Oh, she would have been. But I Imagine guess, that baby. What a, what a lucky baby that would have been, hey? <laughs> yeah, well, I guess. Suckling away on Dolly's duties. <laughs> 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 who who are some other women? Did you look up any famous women? Well, Cameron Diaz was always on the list, but now she's not on the list. Um, no. Je Jennifer Aniston. Oh, don't uh, the... poor Jennifer Aniston. She's that poor woman. She's and there's another one who you know cops it. Don't the magazines love talking about 
how she wanted, oh no, Brad wanted to have a baby, but she wasn't ready and blah, blah. They just make it up. But, um, but like, yeah, she, she wrote a letter, didn't she? And she yes. was sick of all the speculation about her private life and which we're doing now. <laughs> But she basically said it just didn't happen for me. I would have liked to have had children, but it didn't happen for whatever reason. Now, could you imagine that? Not only does she feel the pressure from, you know, the normal pressures like every other woman does, but the pressure she, from... The paparazzi. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, it would be huge. Every second, second magazine saying, yeah, that's pregnant. Yeah, you'd be awful. Yeah, and um, that's who else I saw. Helen Mirren has never had children, and you know, no, she didn't want them. Well, she not that she didn't want them, but she her career, she yeah, and then I think when she, I I saw her in an interview say, and then I realised that I couldn't. That the time had passed, and she said, and I broke down and cried, but then I just got on with it. So I think she grieved it. You know, she realised that that time had passed but then was happy enough to go ahead. Um, same and that's why, everyone, she looks so fabulous for her age. <laughs> she has enough kids. She, her kids didn't ruin her figure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, what about Kim Cattrall from Sex and the City? Yeah, she, yeah, she didn't, didn't want to have kids either. Yeah, so it makes you wonder if her character is kind of based on her in real life. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll tell you who interests me is um, Nicole Kidman. Now, was she pregnant once, wasn't she? No, I think she has had two biological children with what's his name, the guy she's with now. Keith Herman. Keith Herman. But I think she adopted two with. Oh, yeah, she did that, but, like, biologically. Biologically, she did, and do you know what she couldn't believe? She was filming Australia, and she was swimming in water holes, and when she fell pregnant, she said there's something magic in those water holes because she had had an ectopic pregnancy with Tom, and I think that she thought she couldn't have kids. And so then... Didn't she have a surrogacy? I'm sure she did. I think she had nat. Well, she had at least one natural because she yeah, she had one natural, and I'm sure she had the other one surrogacy. Because she said the water where she was swimming when she was shooting Australia that did something magic to her, and she could fall pregnant. That's what she said. There you go. Wham bam, thank you, man. Um, what about? I love the story of um David Bowie's wifey Mark. She had been trying for ages. And um, Christy Brinkley had just had a baby and there was, I forget, I don't know if it was Iman's story, but there was a legend that if you hold a baby for a day when you're trying to get pregnant, um, that will help. And so, oh, I have heard that actually, yes. So Iman held Christy Brinkley's baby all day and then she did fall pregnant. So she used to thank her for letting her hold her baby. But they... <coughs> they had tried for nine years. Wow. Look, it'd be pretty heartbreaking how <laughs> you trying for so many years because, well, like, like I said before, the invasiveness, the, the amount of money, the, the the pain, the physical, mental, emotional, everything that you would feel would just be heartbreaking. 
Yeah. You know who who really breaks my heart that they were never a mum was Marilyn Monroe. Because, because, oh, I watched a doco on her and when she was first in Hollywood she had all these horrible fat cat, you know, Weinstein type characters and apparently, well, I don't know if it's true, but they said she fell pregnant to one of these, you know, big, Fat cats. Yeah, who was yeah. he was married to? You know, he was married to his own wife. She fell pregnant, and he, I don't know if he forced her to have an abortion or just strongly suggested she did. But then she tried to have babies with her husband um, after Miller, and I think she lost several babies too. And oh, well, they probably annihilated like that. I mean, but um, she was taking a lot of. I think. Back in those days, they took a lot of pills. Like the, well, I think she did as yeah. well. well <laughs> she did. She <laughs> did. Um, I think she did that because she was, you know, in so much mental pain. Yes, I think so. And then she so wanted to be a mum and she kind of didn't even get to be around her mum. Her mum was in and out of institutions, so she grew up in an orphanage and, like it's all a bit sad, Marilyn's story. Yeah, it is. All that beauty and all that charm and all that, you know, behind it is a very sad, sad story. It is. Um, another woman who chose to not have children, I think she said she chose, was Oprah. She, um, Do you think she did that because of what she went through? Well, yes, she was abused, wasn't she? She was sexually abused, yeah. By a family member, was it? Yeah, yeah. And maybe she just didn't want to. Interesting, isn't it? Um, Winona Ryder is another one. Yep, she doesn't. She's now, was that by choice or just by nature? Good question. Maybe she just didn't meet anyone. I don't know. Yeah, that's the hard thing. as well or you know people who've had miscarriages after miscarriages or stillbirths all those horrendous horrific things uh, you know my heart goes out because when you're trying so hard and all you want is this tiny little thing to look after and you just meet wall after wall it gets very disheartening and um yeah how people still carry on is beyond me but But notice people don't really put that pressure on men like um his name steve steve martin didn't become a father till he was in his 60s and you think no one ever wrote an article about why hasn't steve martin become a father yet like you wouldn't even know you wouldn't even know whether he was a father or not like they don't write about stuff like that I, to be honest, I just assumed he was. Yeah, uh, well, he did all those movies about being a dad. He did yeah. Father of the yeah. Bride. He did yeah. um, Cheaper by the Dozen. And he did, you always saw him as that dad character. Isn't that funny? It is. But like you said, there's no pressure on the men. Like, I, I just assumed he had 
Well, they don't have the time factor. Like he could still become a dad at 60, whatever. Whereas this is a question. I mean, look, it's depending, I suppose, on the man, I guess, of his diet and this and that. But so sperm just don't have an out-of-date date? Oh, well, look, I don't think that's true. I think there are many men who have low sperm count. And a lot of the time when people do IVF, there is a problem, like the the issue doesn't lie always with the woman. Sometimes it is the sperm is um, yeah. not, yeah, fertile enough. Yeah. So it is hard because I can imagine it's a very emotional thing and if people keep asking you about it and things aren't happening the way you want it to happen, that must get very stressful because you probably don't want to tell them all your details either. Oh, God, God no. Oh, God, no. It over is, and over. It's a personal thing, isn't it? But, but Sarah Cream, how would have you felt? Can you imagine what it would have felt like to have not become a mother? Can you imagine your life had that not happened? Well, the funny thing is, is my parents always thought, my sister would be the first to get married, have kids. I was the go hard, party hard, yee-haw, don't come home kind of girl. Um, and uh, you can definitely vouch for that. And, um, <laughs> yeah, the last thing that I thought I was going to be was bloody pregnant. I mean, I got pregnant, before, you know, before marriage. <gasps> oh, shock. Oh. Um, but, yeah, so, yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I was, what, 20... Seven, I think, 28 when I fell pregnant. So, um, yeah, I certainly wasn't playing, put it that way. But <laughs> I look back to it and don't regret it at all. Oh, that's what someone once said. You don't regret children you have. And I think that's it. If you, you can change, you can't change your mind. If you have children, you can't change your mind. But also as a woman, if you decide I'm not having kids, but then your body makes it impossible to change your mind. That's the bit, because I do know women who've said to me, I'm not having kids or, you know, never having kids, and then they did end up having kids. So I've seen women change their mind. But, of course. But I that, guess. That incredible, incredible clock that, well, they call it the clock, is just this huge thing in your body that just goes, have a fucking baby. <laughs> Wow, is that how your clock talked? <laughs> well, mine never spoke really, but, you know, I guess it's, I don't know, I never really, I mean, of course I always wanted kids, but, uh, it was, you know, it being not planned, um, you know, Ruby was, of course, a bit more planned, but, uh, yeah. See, uh, I remember in my 20s just always thinking I want my 20s to myself. And I really did used to always say I'm not having a baby till I'm over 30. I just, there was something in my head that was just strong. And I don't know why, though. I, I don't know where that came from. Um, but I just, I just, yeah, it was strong in my head. I'm not ready to have a baby till I'm over 30. And I'm glad in a way I got to travel and I got to do fun things. And, like, I don't regret that. Maybe I sometimes wish I was just five years younger. <laughs> yes, yes, because it is, does take a lot of energy to uh, raise children, that is for sure. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I, I know this woman who said, that's it, I want three kids before I'm 30. She second did. Wow. And, I mean, I kind of sometimes see her as my age, and I think she's, she's just like 30, 31, and she's got these three children. I think, wow, good on you. You know? I know. Well, the year I became a mum, a girl from my year at school became a grandmother. Oh, isn't that fucking weird? <laughs> yeah. And I just went, wow, making me feel pretty old. And that, yeah, that is weird. But then I just thought, no, she's a young grandmother. <laughs> yeah, it's so. Well, I remember when I first saw the first, you know, like, you know, from years high school, I, I just about fell backwards. I'm like, oh my. Oh, I'm not even a mother yet. Oh. But, you know, they have to have them young. And, uh, wow, they, they're going to be the coolest grandparents, you know. They are. With it and all the rest of it, lots of energy. Totally. Um, so, Sarah Cream, have we covered every, um, like we say, type of mum? I know every single person is an individual and, you know, they go through their own thing. But we've talked about women who choose. Women who dis um sorry, it's decided for them biologically they're not able. And then what was the other one? Oh relationship if the relationship isn't there. But yeah. that's that's the thing too. If you found yourself, say in your late thirties and you tell your doctor you want to have a baby but you don't have a partner, would you have ever considered going and getting IVF and being a from the get go? Yes. Would you have done that? Yeah, if I if I had that strong urge to really want a child and oh wait, Sarah, child, like, or would you have gone to a nightclub? Cliche, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bitch. Touché. <laughs> uh, maybe I didn't mean that about you, but I'm like IVF or uh, a nightclub, which is more appealing? <laughs> um, nightclub. <laughs> Except you don't know the man's history. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, how funny. <laughs> and yourself? <laughs> That's a really good party question to ask, isn't it? <laughs> well, I, don't avoid it. <laughs> I, think, I think the fact that most people go to an IVF clinic, well, actually the reason, oh, no, if it's a single woman going to IVF, then... Excuse me, darling. You never answered the question. I'm getting to it. I'm getting oh, to right. it. Oh, right. <laughs> just, just a long way round. Most <laughs> most single women, if they want to have a baby, go to IVF. Not just not for the sexual pleasure of it. <laughs> sure, because I've heard it's not it's not that enjoyable. But it's so that they can screen who the father's going to be and look at his history, you know, what does he do? Is he a personal trainer? You know, has he got any genetic whatever? Maybe you want the father to have blue eyes and blah, blah, blah. Like people choose a father according to, you know, they look at what they are on paper, don't they? Yeah. 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 So I, I don't think a woman who's got all that in mind would trust going to a nightclub on the off chance that a one-night stand might end up. Um, and if you're having fertility issues, oh, absolutely, probably a one-night stand in a nightclub's not going to work. Probably, then probably suited you might have to have a lot of them. <laughs> you might just have to, yes. Well, I knew this woman, I knew this woman who did just that. In fact, 
she's a bit of a fucking tripper, this one. So she, you know, didn't have a boyfriend, a suited boyfriend, so she said, that's it, I'm going to go out. She literally said these words, that's it, I'm going to go out and get myself pregnant. Oh, my and God. We, um, so the child obviously doesn't know the father. That's, yeah. And um, and then we see, because it was about six or seven months between her and me when we were having kids, right? And uh, I'll never forget her words were, um, so I've decided I'm going to have a C-section because after I've had a baby, I still want to satisfy cock. Oh, no. The hell? Oh, yes. Do you know what that reminds me of? Isn't that what Andrew John said to some woman? Um, he'd had too much to drink and he was in the news a few years ago and he said to a woman, "Did you?" because she was a mum, and he said, was it a Caesar? So he was asking exactly that. Oh, oh. What the hell is wrong with people? Oh. <laughs> oh. Isn't that crazy? I mean, and I always remember because um, I thought, that's a, I mean, that's something that you don't forget someone says, right? It's mm. something that sticks in your head. No, well, and we're never going to forget. <laughs> no. <we're>... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. And um, anyway, for years I wanted to, you know, remind her of what she said. Anyway, finally, it must have been about seven, eight years later, and finally an opportunity came up, and I said, yeah, I remember that time when you said da, da, da. She goes, I did not say that. I would not have said it. She denied it. Oh, my God, I died. Is that because once she became a mother, she's, now I'm a lady. I'm a lady. Oh. I would never say that. Oh, I just, I couldn't, I was like going, of all these years I've been waiting to say that and now you're denying it? Liar. <laughs> you know, um, what's her name? Marie, Ma oh, it's not Maria, it's Mary Custis who had all that trouble and then she did finally have a baby. And her husband said in an interview, she is much more polite since she had the baby. And I thought that's funny, like, when you become a mother, does it change? You know, do you suddenly have different morals because you're a mum? Again, some people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's, I um, think he said she didn't swear as much. <laughs> well, I must say, look, I mean, I did, um, I, I did cull down my swearing a lot when the children were smaller. Um, but... As they were getting older, I think it's definitely increased. <laughs> <laughs> it's made a comeback. It's made a comeback. Um, but they're not allowed to swear. No, no. But, look, we do it in a fun way, you know. I mean, not always a fun way, but most in a fun way. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. You know, we're swearing with kids, you know. That's the thing because we all go, like, the kid goes, obviously, the parents are going, oh, fuck that. And so the, the kids will just go, oh, fuck that. Uh, it's funny, though, when they do put it in, into context, but when the parent then goes, oh, little Johnny, you can't say that, or it's naughty, and then, of course, the, the child then responds with, oh, well, that's a trigger word, isn't it? So I can, I'm going to try that one again because they know they get a reaction out of you. So if you just, like, a bit quiet, <clears throat> blase and just ignore it and, you know, uh, have a nice little quiet conversation another time when it's not so in their mind, um, yes, that, that's a little... <laughs> I did see a meme the other day, you know, with all the corona going on and it said um, feeling, oh, actually it might have been our mutual friend, it wasn't a meme, 
just saying feeling really good about my choice not to have kids right now. Like being <laughs> oh, And then <laughs> loads of people posted in the yes, I'm very happy, it's great to not have kids right now, blah blah blah, to be in lockdown with kids. And I thought, poor kids. <laughs> They're not yeah, that bad. Kids, no. no. <laughs> As we say, with our little cherubs, no, that's not. Um, <laughs> So no, well, we hope you've enjoyed our conversation on this today. And, um, you know, anything that you'd like to share, please feel free to do so because you can do so on all of these different scenarios. Yes. Uh, listen to us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on CastBox, and follow us on Twitter and Facebook and say hi to us. We would love to Love to have a little chat with you. Don't, don't you love it how every week I throw that onto you? That's your little. That's your little <laughs> yeah, that's my segment. job. That's Is it job. because you don't know what ones we're on? <laughs> no, I just, I just think you do it so quickly and so well. I just let you go for it. You know, I give you the intro, the fabulous intro, and you just take it away. We get it all. Now, Sarah Cream, we will be back again this time next week. We will. Um, let's send, in, send all our listeners some love and thanks. And um, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yes, and I wonder, just very quickly, be interested to see what gets lift this week with the lockdown. lockdown. Oh, here's hoping. Here is hoping. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. From me to you, farewell, my friends. Yes, catch you next time. <laughs>